0: Welcome to The Weekly Trend, a podcast for navigating the markets through the lens of technical analysis. The Weekly Trend podcast is provided for educational purposes only and does not constitute any professional advice. Listeners should not act upon the information or content without first seeking advice from a registered financial planner. Welcome back to The Weekly Trend podcast. Today is November 17th, 2023. SP sitting at 4531. My name is Ian McMillan, and today is a solo mission. So, we will try to get you in here and out quick with some highlights. Not a super exciting week in equity markets. Dave Hughes, last week we talked about a thin market. Uh, staying with that analogy, I'd say we put on some weight this week. Stocks pretty flat. Russell 2000 has had a couple big days of outperformance. So we'll see where that goes. Every time it has ended up on the ropes lately, it has come back swinging. So still, a maybe a light at the end of the tunnel for small caps. Uh, and we'll get to a little bit of that later on. But overall, we remain above the key levels, right? So 4,180, 200 day moving average, 4,300. 4,300 was the August 2022 highs. So as long as we're in there, upward sloping 200-day moving average, we've got to keep the big picture in, in check. It has been a nice recovery. Nice to see stocks go sideways this week so far. We'll see what next week brings, but we haven't given a ton back after uh, the strong previous two weeks that we had. So I pretty much the most ideal thing you could see, could still move sideways, still see some of these ranges widen over the short term. But the further we can go without uh, giving a substantial amount of that rally back, the healthier for the market. One big tailwind, Tuesday, dollar index took a big hit. Now sitting below 104 spot five. Those were the highs from June. So big support level there taken out healthy. Same day, Tuesday, rates took a big hit 10 year breaking its rate of trend from May. So positive there. Now don't get excited. I don't think this changes anything about the long, long long-term outlook. We know things do not move in a straight line, but I think this thesis is still pretty strong that rates are in the higher for longer when we think about the coming two, three, four decades. So again, not to be a party pooper, Everyone wants to hear about lower interest rates. That's great over the short term, but very little big big picture damage done. Crude, everyone will be happy to hear. Crude back down to $73 a barrel. It's 25% off its highs from late September. We'll see how long that follows through to the gas stations. I think, as we all know, uh, at least those of us with non-electric cars that it takes a little while for the drop in crew to show up at the pump, but hopefully in the coming weeks, as an American consumer, we will we will see that. It's always a nice relief, especially heading into the holiday season. Does this turn into some type of oh, you know, this is a sign of weak global economic demand. Which, you know, is that a headline they can use? Sure. Maybe, probably. Is that how it turns out? Maybe. I don't know. But I do know. Trude continues to take a beating. Like I said, I mean, we were up at like 95 bucks, I think, back in September. So to be back in the low 70s, I'll take it as a win for the average American. As for our big winners on the week, semis, no surprise there. They've been strong. Same with the FANG stocks. They're growthy, right? They're large cap, they're growth. They fit that theme pretty well. Banks, banks had a big week. So going back to the small caps, absolutely one of the areas that needs to recover if small caps are going to do anything, even if it's on an absolute basis. They did have a big week. So again, maybe some hope there for banks and regional banks, but a really big hole to dig out of. And precious metals. Precious metals had had a good solid week. Dollar weakness that I mentioned earlier probably helps that, right? But some big levels still there to take out, especially on gold. Still waiting to see that $2,021 an ounce level, if I remember off the top of my head, somewhere in there. So, big question how much of this is short covering? I have no idea. I would assume, right? That's got to be part of it. I'm not in any denial about that. But at the end of the day, short covering is buying and buying is. It is what it is, and it's led to this, I'm not going to call it a relief rally because I don't think we're in a long-term downtrend, but short curbing combined with the seasonality that I would say is finally taking place, a lot of people started to say, oh, you know, seasonality is supposed to begin in November. I disagree. I think it's supposed to typically, historically, based on the data that I've seen thrown around over the years, typically starts in October obviously we did not not get that, but November off to a good start. So we'll see. Um, beggars can't be choosers, right? So we might be a few weeks late on the buying, but I will take it. Also a much quicker recovery above the 200 day than we saw in May. We had stocks dip below the S&P back in late March And then kind of take off, we get into that April, May consolidation around 4,100 and then we finally break higher, right? Everyone remembers that. So this time again, to end October and start November, we are below the 200 day, probably five, six, seven trading sessions, but a much stronger move this time. So a lot quicker, having to get him back invested a lot quicker. Again, in, in March, you kind of had some better a better time frame. Yet, you, you had some more time to ease in. Maybe that's been the short covering too. Maybe that's been a part of a lot of the short covering has led to the quickness of this rally. Who's to say? All I know is that it's happened very fast. It's happened in a pretty bullish manner. I think we've had some bright breadth thrusts, some price thrusts. Mark on I think that's a good week on price thrusts. I think you also got a good note that 50% of stocks in the, I believe the S&P, don't hold me to that, but I believe 50% of stocks in the S&P are back above the, their 200-day, which typically a pretty good intermediate to long-term signal for the market. Russell, yes, had a couple good days this week. It continues to... Fight back when it is absolutely needed to. Still below a 200-day moving average. Hard rejection there yesterday. Recovered some today. We will see, but clearly, I mean, it's a huge line in the sand that we've, we've got to clearly get over. If it wants to get into a healthy uptrend, that will be one of the first dominoes to fall. I don't think anything has changed there drastically over the short term. Dow, Dow is back above 34,000, 34,200, pretty big level. NYSE Composite, still below 16,100. So a big level there. So some boxes being checked, some boxes still left unchecked. But the important ones, right, the important ones, things like the S&P and being back above the levels we mentioned. Overall, that's what we want to see. If the NYSE composite is going to continue to struggle, well, then it continues to struggle. And that's been the story for a few years. So it's something we want to see. It adds to the uh, overall healthy story of the market. But if we're going to have our large caps and our mega caps and things like that continue to outperform, then it's not a box that has to be checked to get involved and stay involved in this market. Touching on the healthcare sector in particular, a good week out of medical devices, but nothing for pharma and biotech. Still almost zero bounce there. Energy, which has been a darling at certain times, certainly was Q1 2022, and and it's had its good runs since then, even this year. But a, a rough last two weeks, I think it's still a little hard to own. Exxon looks bad. Chevron looks bad. On a relative basis, when we look at something like XLE, it's below a 200-day moving average, so a no-go zone for energy stocks. Obviously, the the fall in crude prices not helping that. And XLC and XLK, so communication services and tech, are the first sectors and the only two to new highs. No surprise there. They really still kind of on a relative basis, they remain the only two areas you can. Swim around in maybe discretionary XLY, go back and forth on there's certainly some spots there, but being involved at a broad level, it's still a tech and communication services environment. So, not super sexy, not super fun, but like sitting at the Texas Hold'em table, I don't get to choose the cards that are dealt. So, we got to make the best of it. And until these trends change, it is what it is. So again, tried to keep it short and sweet for you guys this week. That is all I've got. Wishing you all a very happy weekend. And if we do not do a podcast next week on Friday, so always a little up in the air Thanksgiving week with people being out of the office, right? And recovery from all that turkey and good food on Thursday, Then I wish you all a very, very happy Thanksgiving. I hope you get to spend it with family and friends and loved ones. And remember what the season is all about, being grateful for everything that we have. So with that, I bid you farewell. Have a wonderful weekend.